It's the Melbourne Grand Prix post race show. <laughs> Stop smiling. God, oh my. So that was uh, that was super smooth there. Noah. Don't look at me like that while I'm doing it. Well, so welcome to uh, another edition of the F1 Side Pod, uh, where we have music now, and also tried to do some fancy stuff at the beginning that didn't exactly pan out. But uh, I'm uh, I'm Cody. I'm Noah. And I'm Paul. Let me say this too. It was it, it, it's very remarkable how we uh, worked that out there because on the other side of the room we have like a guitar based and drum kit. Mm-hmm. And so like we go over there and start playing and then we have like only seconds to like jump over. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised I'm not out of breath after running over here. Yeah, so I keep with the bass and he keeps with the drum kit and Cody has to run over and start his line and we kind of fade it out and lean over to our mics and stuff. So it's very hard to do, but it's just for you, the listener. Because everyone likes a live band. Yeah, that's right. My, I could do it because in the week off, I did my one pull-up that I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. in that week oh, off no how did your how did your thousand push-ups go yeah god i'm so strong physically now um just like just like benedict cumberbatch i'm a big powerful dog now okay <laughs> it's good. a very good workout thousand push-ups easy easy what was it like what was it 71 a day yeah i think uh-huh and i would i had he, to he start would know that. exactly yeah. yeah. Well, I did 70. the math and I made sure to text you to make sure you did uh-huh. your 71 yeah. per day. Yep. I'd get up seven o'clock in the morning, uh, eat an, eat uh, eggs, and then go for them push ups. Easy. Well, easy for so you. So, more talking about it was so easy. Yeah. E- easy for you, but uh, to wake up for this race uh, was not impossible. We actually mm-hmm. uh, had to watch it recorded because here it was on at 1 a.m., uh, and that's not great. For us to try to watch it, I actually I tried to watch qualifying live and fell asleep. But uh, anyways, post Australia, uh, all in all, in my opinion, good race, active, all the safety cars, not great for the people who caused them, but good for a cool restart. And we had uh, Leclerc taking the victory. We had Perez. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear the the uh, Monaco national anthem. Uh, Perez, P2, Russell, P3, Hamilton, 4, Norris rounding out the top five. Yeah, uh, and it, not I'm just liking like, that Norris there. Well, I'll say this too, not just like win, not just a victory, like an absolutely dominant victory from Leclerc, yeah. like 20 plus Oh seconds. yeah, that was even, super, super, super solid. Even right? without the Verstappen drivers retiring. should be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Even, even without Verstappen retiring, he was easily pulling away from Verstappen the longer the race went. And and Perez even said after the race that at no point, like, basically they weren't able to compete with them at this race at all. Yeah. Like, it just could not keep up with them. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, super yeah. dominant performance. Uh, congratulations to, to Charles Leclerc, uh, as I attempt to say correctly. That's actually... Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't use enough phlegm in that, I guess. <laughs> Man, alienating, uh, alienating any foreign audience immediately, huh? Uh, so uh, Leclerc just, you know, absolutely dominant. But I think in the top, one thing we kind of got to hit on first, uh, you know, is that Verstappen didn't finish again. Two, now two out of three races, he hasn't finished, and three DNFs total for Red Bull this season out of three races. Yeah, that's a, it's a shame. 
it's not uh, not a great way to start for the defending champion. Right. No, it's not really how it's not really how you want your uh, what the beginning of a season for a, a, a world champion looks like either. So I just think that it's it doesn't look good for them. Like that's just three races, but long term doesn't look good. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, and it's possible I've been mistaken on things before, <laughs> but. Um, what are they up like thirty two points now? Like uh, uh, Ferrari or uh, you mean Leclerc? Leclerc? Like in the constructor or no? Sorry, Leclerc drivers. isn't he up? He's up thirty three, I believe. Thirty three. I'm okay. double checking that right now, but I believe it's thirty three. Now I read something that said that that's the biggest. That's bigger than any gap between first and second place at any point in the twenty 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 one season. So that's I mean that's no small. He's up thirty four actually. Thirty four. Okay. Yeah, but no, that's yeah. That was last year. I don't think Verstappen ever even got up thirty four or Hamilton on Verstappen. So no, I mean, it's so it looks it, really good for uh, Ferrari and Leclerc. But. Yeah, I mean, and and they look, you know, they look pretty reliable, and they look fast. Yeah, and I mean, very fast. The people behind them are Red Bull, who doesn't look reliable, and Mercedes that doesn't really look fast. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I wouldn't say Mercedes was slow. I thought Mercedes. Uh, had a good enough race like they definitely um uh, well okay i would say maybe that mercedes and then even like uh mclaren you know this i think was they a good lucky. track for them i yeah. think it was a good track for them and that kind of helped them out a little bit but like uh, lando norris who uh, finished p5 in this race said after the race that he thought their results were a little misleading for where they're at because he thought this race just favored them super hard and that they basically haven't changed the car since Bahrain, so they're driving the exact same car they were driving in Bahrain. So they, you know, he said that they have a few tracks that he felt like favors favored them, but there aren't very many of those. So he thought that they were, you know, they still had a ton of work to do and they're pretty far behind. So maybe I think maybe Mercedes, maybe you could say since Mercedes has been in a similar boat to them, that that could be the case for them as well. I don't know might be just assuming but yeah no i mean i think that's i think that's fair i mean uh, and george russell obviously uh i think first podium not not because he did two laps in a in a rain-soaked belgium right. yeah um <laughs> but uh you know i mean it, it's it's yeah. one of those things that kind of the race you kind of got to watch the race to know because like russell it's not like he out necessarily out raced hamilton mm-hmm. he got you know he pitted during a safety car and got that just enough of an advantage to stay ahead of him. But yeah, I think, you know, obviously good for McLaren getting five, six, uh, but, uh, you know, some tracks like Haas, Haas was up there in pace, just didn't have it this week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it could be just, I mean, it depends on the track every, each and every week. But, uh, I think Ferrari being up there, um, shows that I think they're going to be able to bring it each and every week. Yeah. I think, they're looking world cha- uh, no Leclerc is looking world championship material. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that the first five positions, like other than like the DNFs that kind of popped up, I thought it was pretty uh, just you know cut and dried, not too much action and stuff. But there was definitely some more you know stuff lower down in the podium well, going on. I, but I commented while we and Noah were watching it. It's kind of funny to see like how um, like the teams were together with like basically how oh, yeah. fast their cars mm. are you know it was like it was no mixing at like one point it was like well two and besides two. signs but it was like yeah ferrari two and two red bull two and two 
didn't even like down uh, below, like didn't Haas also finish like 13, 14? Yeah, or something it was like funny. That? It was like the top like six drivers in their teams are like two and two. And then it just got all scrambled as it went down. But right. it was just it was kind of well funny to see. Speaking about the fact that Signs was so far down, I personally felt bad for him. But I think I think this is just kind of a bump in the road for him. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I felt this was a I felt so bad that because obviously they had. You know, with how far ahead Leclerc was, they had the faster car that yeah. he didn't get that he didn't get to oh, get yeah. points and, and continue his his push. But like not finishing is going to happen. Like yeah. it's bound oh, to yeah. happen. They had, you know, Hamilton for stepping. Max has done it twice now. About, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But like even last season, like did they how many DNFs did like Hamilton and Verstappen have? piece mm-hmm. i mean i know they didn't finish in the same race well, when they were into each other I, well, at least one of them last season they dnf'd each other yeah exactly <laughs> well i guess verstappen dnf'd both of them but depending on how they how it was ruled right uh, i can't even remember yeah but what's uh, kind of the overall feel of this race then i thought that like it yeah. it was kind of vanilla yeah <laughs> i don't know like i just for some reason i just wasn't like hyped about it like it was just kind of like yeah, yeah this kind of seems about like where it's gonna be i think like the biggest thing was that science going out in second lap and then uh max's car catching on fire but other than that it was just kind of like Meh. i think i think it the yeah, the, the real um excitement came from the multiple safety cars and like slowdowns and everything that happened yeah but it, it allowed him to get close but then it allowed it, honestly Leclerc my feeling just take off and leave him russell again. got that free pit and upset right and yeah <laughs> my feeling on like the the safety car pits and stuff is i felt like that when those happen it kind of just like you know it kind of just put everyone in the pits in a in a pretty regular interval it felt like so then you know there wasn't a ton of you know stuff going on yeah. around those pits either like you know, yeah. uh, one thing I'd want to hit on is uh, <clears throat> that Alex Albon went mm-hmm. almost the entire race on the same right. set of tires. Yeah. That like, was the only that reason was he wild. pitted was so he, he didn't had, get a penalty. Right. Yeah. Like, like he what he like crossed the finish line in the pits. Right. I thought he pitted. I thought he pitted before the last lap. Oh, did he? I thought he went one lap on those tires. Gotcha. Yeah, just, I guess you would have I don't to do think one lap on you. Yeah. So uh, it, interestingly, I think what they were, it's crazy. They were able to go that long on those tires. I think that the reason they're waiting as long as possible is because they knew he had to do it or he'd get a penalty. And he was trying to get, cause if you looked at the interval, uh, interval map on the side of the screen, basically, I think they were saying that the pit in this race would shave about 18 seconds on average off. Yeah. 18. So 20. they're trying to get, it, it was clear they were trying to get an 18 second gap away from 10th place yeah. and i think he finished 10th i don't yes, we don't have the rundown up but yeah I, he finished 10th yes. uh, he got one yeah. point so williams now has a point on the season which but is freaking wild yeah um, i think though i mean i know they were you know trying to get that but usually if you've got hard tires going that long in a race mm-hmm. like you're not keeping ground or gaining ground on anybody and he was and he was yeah he was he was actually like i think he was maybe losing like two tenths to Ocon behind him, but they told Ocon to stop pushing at one point because mm-hmm. it was burning up his tires. Right. And it was just like, it was nuts that he almost went. And, and honestly, I go, I'll go ahead. If we want to jump to this and we can jump back. He, I, I would put him as my driver of the day personally, going from starting 19th to, uh, ending up 10th and almost doing the entire race. Yeah. That's on a, a set that's of hearts. Pretty, pretty mm-hmm. good. Who one did set. get, I didn't even see who Leclerc, got driver. Leclerc, Leclerc driver of the day, which I, I mean, he won the grand prix by like 20 seconds so right yeah you know that's understandable 
So, uh, headlines kind of post race on this. Uh, there, only, there wasn't a lot going on. Again, this was kind of a vanilla race, just in my opinion, but, um, or I guess my opinion, opinion too. Yeah. And then, um, headlines for this race, there's only like, uh, kind of two that I saw that were interesting, uh, post race, but, uh, there was an incident at the end of the race where Hamilton got on his radio and, uh, said that his team put him in a difficult position. Um, now the way it seemed, the reason it seemed like he was saying this was because, uh, during the race he had a pit stop and the next lap around there was a safety car because of a, uh, an incident on the track and his teammate, uh, Russell pit uh, pitted under the safety car. Right. And so he had a better pit and he, uh, George Russell it's got ahead fair. of him. So it ended up, they finished the race with George Russell, uh, ahead of Hamilton and Hamilton t- said on the radio that his team put him in a difficult position. Um, he tried to, ex- <laughs> 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 he tried to explain this after the race. He said, I couldn't, that he wasn't saying like, I don't, I don't even know that he wasn't saying that blaming it on them at but that's, all. But in the moment, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, he, was he said he said he wasn't blaming yeah. the team for what happened, but he said he just he couldn't fight for third because the engine was overheating, so he had to back off, and he had, just had to sit behind and kind of like take it, let it happen. But I don't know; it, it didn't really seem to address anything. But he like I feel like he just he said it, and then he was trying to like backtrack a little bit. But that was really kind of. I thought kind of whiny. Oh, it was very whiny. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, he just got unlucky, and I think that exact right thing it, happened to him. What was the other race? Uh, uh, that was um, that was last race, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was Saudi Arabia where the pit lane was closed. Right. Yeah. And he yeah. Could, yeah. yeah. So just like just got unlucky two times in a row. Like what? But he always has. It seems like he always has to go kind of after the team uh, yeah. first. So well, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like the whole thing, like last season on that, uh, when Perez was like defending that awesome defense he did mm-hmm. for to get Max back up to Hamilton, and he was like, "This is dangerous, man. Well, this is driving, man. It's pretty dangerous driving, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think my thing with him, like he's arguably maybe the best. He's definitely one of, if not the best yeah. driver in the world. Oh yeah, but I think he's. Definitely the quickest to, to jump on his team. Yeah, like it seems like he's the first fingers. person yeah. to start pointing fingers oh, at yeah. his team and stuff. Which, yeah. being a, it, it's kind of it's kind of just hard to fathom. Like you probably got one of the best Formula One teams in the entire world, so it's just weird to think like, well, if you if they aren't good enough for you, bud, then who you want? Right, helping you out, fella. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and then oh, sorry, one more headline there was Landon Norris with the McLaren thing. We kind of already talked about that, but he thought the McLaren kind of outperformed where he thinks they're at. Uh, yeah, and that's if that's true, uh, that's unfortunate because I was very hyped that McLaren was back. I put it in my notes. Oh, McLaren's back with an exclamation point. I did too. I felt that's exactly very think excited I about it. I think that's why he kind of jumped on that, yeah. like in his post. I think it was his post race interview. This comment came from, but I think that's why he kind of jumped on that was oh. just to say, like, "Hey, same car, haven't really done anything. Don't get too hyped. There's only a few races that he felt like were super favorable for them. So, yeah, yeah, and it was very oh, exciting. But um, I know we've kind of already uh, covered the winner of the race or thing, but I, there was an interesting fact on the post race show about this, like. So this has been what they call a grand slam for mm-hmm. Ferrari, which is get pole, 
finish first and have fastest lap in one race weekend is that leclerc was the for this is the first time for ferrari to have a grand slam since alonzo did it in 2010 so that's, i thought that was kind of yeah i thought that was kind of yeah. interesting oh yeah so yeah. this is kind of a this is a pretty big race for them as a team oh yeah, yeah. they look well, they look super strong super and world championship contender easy peasy i love i wonder i wonder if they're cheating yeah i bet they're cheating that's how <laughs> yeah, they, that's they what we want to race i bet they're cheating ferrari we don't think you're cheating give us uh money or something <laughs> yeah. give, us, give us swag we'll ferrari, take swag. give me give me money please yeah. lewis hamilton's just crawling up under the ferrari car this week when it gets yeah like so, cape fear when yeah. it gets to italy just, just sliding under there like fear. what's under here <laughs> I, I will say i loved at the end of the race where leclerc kept being like can we, can we pit and go for fastest lap can we pit and they're and go like you already like, have it you already have it we're gonna stay out and his response was okay but Okay. Yeah. He was just He's like, so. And I was like, I was like, that honestly made me like him a lot more. Is him just yeah. being like, I want, I want to get the fastest lap. I'm like, we've got it. And we don't think anybody can catch it. And he's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so let's, I say, let's go to our driver of the week here. Cause I think right. you kind of got, I've put my nomination thinking forward. about it. You put it in my brain juice talking about Leclerc, like driving at the end of the race. So, uh, who's yours? Mine. I'm going to say, stick with what I'd said earlier. Uh, I'm going to say Albon. I mean, came from 19th. Got all the way up to 10th, went the whole race uh, on really one a, set of tires. Honestly, didn't even think about it until you brought that this up. And I was I was thinking, I mean, Leclerc had a great race. He had a great setup with that car. He even said, you know, they everybody agreed. It was, yeah, you know, see, I was, I was going to go for Leclerc for driver. But I like, you know, like I, I feel like, voting. you know, unless it's a killer, an absolute killer race, which, you know, in general, we think of as a lot of fighting and stuff like that for the first place. You know, I, I think, mm. you know, last time we gave it to Hamilton for rising up the way he did. And I think, honestly, not expecting it out of Albon. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that he's driving that Williams, which is just, man, they're just looking to crash into anybody out there. But <laughs> uh, the fact that he got out, got out there clean, went the whole race on those hards. He's my he is my nomination for driver of the week. So I actually did think about that, too, because I was trying when I was reading, writing the script for the show today that uh, I was trying to think of who mine would be. And I was between Leclerc and Albon because of that same thing i kind of i ended up leaning towards leclerc because i thought for me you know it seemed like this season so far which we're we're you know very very early on in the season very 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 early on things could change dramatically by the end of the season and they uh more than likely will absolutely but right. i i thought for me this race kind of cemented Leclerc at the top of the pack and Ferrari at the top of the pack. And I thought just was like completely showed off what they got going on this season. I thought it, it kind of uh, changed my mindset a little bit, maybe started to again early on in the season, but you know, the last races Red Bulls had some reliability issues, but they've seemed competitive or at least like they're on their way to being competitive with Ferrari and stuff. And I thought this race absolutely showed that you know ferrari means business and they're out in front and they're the strongest team even with red bull running well Mm. before the real i mean they still couldn't keep up with them and i thought uh i thought claire absolutely like he was flying out there um you know huge win huge gap at the end i said mine's still leclerc yeah i think i'm still gonna have to go with leclerc for mine just one points noah said but then also like yeah i mean he he hit he made the grand slam happen for ferrari like that's 
that's a pretty big deal to just basically just totally dominate the weekend. And it's a weird thing too. It because wasn't just the race; it was like all weekend. They kind of both did big things for their teams. So Albon put points on the board for Williams, yeah, which is a to huge keep them deal. Potentially for them. out of the basement, right? And, right. And then you know he did a big thing. Uh, Leclerc did a big thing for Ferrari, where he, he got him their first Grand Slam, and uh, you know since 2010. So, or I guess 18 was it. Uh, I guess you say it was 2010 is when. Yeah, with Alonso. Right? Okay, yeah. okay. Um, but you know, those are two. Those are both two like huge deals. God, speaking of Alonso too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, real quick, I'll yeah, I'll just I'll concede. Okay. Since, okay. Since it's two on one, and we're not gonna have a just a heated argument where we all just yell at each other. Okay. Put your knife back up, Paul. He gave it up. So. Shink. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'll concede Leclerc. I mean, he also deserves it. I just. I'll try to I'll try to give the uh the smaller people the uh uh the nods and we'll see how they stack up. But no, Leclerc deserves it. I mean, it, also he had a, you know, obviously fantastic race killing it and uh okay, so that uh I think that wraps it up. We'll we'll say officially uh Charles Leclerc is the F1 side pod driver of the week. And uh we're going to ride his his home anthem, the Monaco National Anthem into our ad break. Alright, so this is our ad break, but if you've listened to the show before, we don't have any sponsors. That's a big thing about our ad break. But if you're a company and you want to sponsor us, we are open to it. That's right, but we do have something we have been doing for our ad break since we don't have sponsors. We're doing uh, hyper-targeted advertising uh, samples. So this is basically a show a company what we're capable of. Yeah. Now I've got a couple of leads for us this week. Now these are people I specifically know are listening to this podcast this week, and we're going to come up with some ads to do for them and try to get them to buy something. And that's just kind of a sample. So if anyone wants to sponsor us, they know what to do, mm-hmm. and they can see like what we're capable of, our, our incredible skills yeah. and sales. And at so, least at least for two of us, we don't know any of this so imagine companies if we had time to prepare your ads right this is totally cold this is just right off the dome piece but i do have two leads for us so uh and i think everybody's met these two fellows uh so two of my co-workers at my other job i have a lead on them they are listening to this show this week possibly they can hear my voice right now and that is Seth and Gary. I won't say their last names. Good. Well, I'll say Wright and Graham, and I won't tell you which one goes with which one. Uh, yeah. so, so you'll have to like I'll Facebook them four yeah. different names instead of I think of we just two. doxed your coworkers. No, it's okay. I didn't say which name goes with which one, <laughs> okay. so it's really not a big deal. Well, I'll do it. I'll... Maybe it's actually four guys. Right. Seth, Gary, Wright, and Graham. It could be. I won't say. I won't say. Yeah. But the two guys that were hyper-targeting our ads to, there are just two of them. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we've established that fiction. All it's right. not fiction. It's real. They've been doxxed. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so and you guys, canceled. you guys know these guys. I, I'm trying to think of what, I'm trying to think of what we would hit them with. They both are video editors mm-hmm. and photographers. So maybe like uh, GoPro, 
Like a GoPro. GoPro's a cool young GoPro, DJI. Product. See, I'm thinking or the, DJI or the um, oh, what's that box where you send in your old tapes and they digitize it for you? I don't know, old man. What, what now is what's it? that? Then we have to know what the product is. Uh, I can't, I can't remember the name well, of the product. All right, let's try a quick. Let's do a quick one for that one. Okay, we don't know the name of the product. Legacy so box. Do, that's legacy, legacy box. box. Legacy box. Okay. Legacy. So I'm thinking we're gonna send them legacy right box so they can digitize their old stuff. And then we're gonna send them DGI, which is drones. DJI. Yeah, I knew that. And you cut this out so that well, I, I'm not, I'm not sound going like to I know that Got it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, like a camera lens. Is that what we, the other one we said? A lens. Sure. I said GoPro. Does, but does GoPro. Like GoPro. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Do they sponsor podcasts? No. Well, hold on. This is just a sample. This is just we don't have fun. to get. In the, oh, don't get. Yeah, in the, yeah. 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 Don't get in the like. You know that mindset of like, do they see? Even... But I think what Seth would really want is a nice, tight pair of MeUndies. No, I don't know. know. We got to bring this. We'll see. We're not getting a free sponsorship. See, they got to give I us think, actual money to get okay. those. I say, I all right. Think, I think Seth would like those. Undies. We've got. We already got three ads. We got to do. Yeah. Okay. All right, so so we, got, one, we got quick ad. First one is Legacy. What is it? Legacy box. Legacy box. Legacy box. Tell us about Legacy box and well, what they're going to do for Seth and Gary. Well, you know all those videos that your mom has stashed upstairs mm-hmm. of when you were a kid, and what it's all on. What are we going to do v- with all these videos? Oh no, they're clogging up. They're clogging up the attic. Oh no, my VCR's broken. They don't manufacture those anymore. My eighth grade science project only exists on VHS. What if it's destroyed in a flood? Well, now you're in luck, Sethy boy. You can or Gary or Gary boy. Yeah, you can send in your old VHS tapes and Super Eight tapes from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your yeah. childhood we know what all to Legacy are. Box, yeah. where we'll digitize them and we'll send you. A thumb drive with all of those videos on it so you can share it on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. yeah. to show everyone what you, how you were when you were a kid. Love it. Perfect. All right. Now, that one's clean. Let's that one's do clean. The, they yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. And it is now, a legacy box. Let's do DJ, DJI. DJI. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hey, you're a, you're a photographer. We we know how it goes. You like to do videos. You got to, like to make videos. You want to fly a drone? You know, DJI, they've got all you want. They've got things that are balanced. They got gimbals like you're not going to believe. Keep your shots balanced. Keep them good to go, baby. They got high def, 4K, 8K in some cases, camera equipment for the go, for the ease of it. And, uh, you know, hop on down DJI, use our code that they haven't given us yet because they don't actually sponsor us. And uh, you can get some percentage off or some other bullshit. So, uh Mm. Yeah, if your name's Seth or Gary, the you like filming is things. Fast boys with an I. Yeah, yeah. B O I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so hop on, hop on to uh, DJI.com slash whatever. I don't know. Actually, know if that's their website. And get yours today. Hey, have you heard of this thing, GoPro? No, what is it? If you're a pro <laughs> on the go, it's a camera. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, for pros on the go. Oh, sick. It's little, it's Tell tiny. More. It's tiny so it can fit in your pocket, and that's really the appeal of it. Like, if you've not seen these things... Oh, wait, is it durable? For sure. Why, oh, why would I want to fill my pocket? It gets in your pocket. I'm sorry, do you want to talk, talk on the phone with your phone in your pocket? 
You get Sometimes, hung up on weird details here. You know, you're a little, you put it right there, and you have it on mm-hmm. speakerphone, and hands-free when it's in your front pocket. Okay, Grandpa, where you're not yeah. recording, you're not recording video in your pocket, but you could keep it in your pocket because it's so tiny. Gotcha. But you're on the go. Uh, a lot of people buy these for sports and things. If you're a, you know, if you're Seth or Gary, you already know what these are for. So this is, and you need them and have them, but this is more of a reminder to get more of them and get the newer ones when they come out. <laughs> so like if you've got the GoPro four, then go get the five today. It's the newest one, whatever the newest, whatever one, the newest one is. One is. I, think, they're on I, honestly, 20. I think they're on eight. Whatever. Yeah, I think they're on eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, if GoPro, this spo- is our what? promo. You get the five. Yeah. That's you get the, the five. That's the deal. Yeah. For free. And you know what, GoPro, if you want us it. to look up which one you're actually on, give us money. Yeah, because I'm not going to look it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm not going to look it up. Otherwise. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, All right, let's get back to the show. And welcome back. Man, what great sponsors we had in that ad break. What great, yeah, highly so targeted sponsors much, so and such money. good ad copy. Uh, so uh, we, we made $10,000 on that ad break. Oh, wow. I just you, got, you the num- got the numbers back. I got the numbers back. back $10,000. Wow. Buy our- and that's our starting bid for the next person who wants to sponsor us. Right. <laughs> We're on our way. We've taken the first small step in our own F1 team. All right. So uh, to, to kick off this part. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys feel sorry for anything? Do you guys regret ooh, anything ooh. you've ever said on this podcast or, this, or thoughts you've had? Hold on, I'm gonna go. I no, no regrets. Put, let me put up a little curtain here so Cody you can't hear us for just a second. Paul, you were talking about this beforehand. You said you didn't know who to say sorry to. I know. I don't know who I would say sorry to either. Well, guess what? Cody's got a lot of apologies to make. Okay. Okay. Maybe we like let's let's suggest this to Cody. Let's, let's just let him, let him do three of them, and then we'll say sorry to him for making him do all the work. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take the curtain down. Hey, Cody, uh, sorry about that. What'd you guys talk about? All that money uh, we just made more nice. to do with nice. it. Well, baseball. okay, so then I guess America's then, pastime. Uh, yeah. as normal, we'll just jump into uh, our apologies section. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's Perfect. our solid Cody, drop, you and first. you're going to have to hear their time. I'll go first? Okay, yeah. I've actually got three of them, if you guys will humor me. Uh, you know, I, we can we can all be sorry together. Oh, how convenient! Oh, three of them. You have three. You're is gonna hog the all the show. show? Yeah. yeah. Is this a, I mean, if you Cody's want, feeling if very you sorry want today. to do this, that's fine. But I mean, all right. Now, well, I, I guess, let you I guess it's kind of. It's, I say this. It's a little rude because it. I mean, I was counting the minutes of the last episode, and it seemed like we all kind of balanced out mm-hmm. at the exact same number of minutes talked. And then if if you do three of them, it's gonna throw that out of whack. But it's okay. Just we'll let you do it this time, and you can also he's gonna ratio to us. us. He's yeah. ratioing. Yeah, us. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. So mm-hmm. so one of them was a was a light apology that uh, you know since since honestly the race I wrote this kind of during the race even is kind of uh, uh, murky on on if I actually should be apologizing for it. But uh, McLaren, I'm sorry you aren't dead. Now, granted, they said it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah, You're listen. After that dead. first race, I think we all kind of thought, "Oh boy, mm-hmm. McLaren uh, may not be." 
there. I, if I had to have an apology, it would be to McLaren because that, like, I was trying to think of someone to apologize to, but that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. So I, I mean, you know, maybe this for. was just a good course for them, like we talked about earlier. But I mean, they're not fully. Di- they're not. They're not in the back of the pack like they looked in week one or race one. You know, I mean, they're they're scoring some points. They got to, you know, finish in with each other five, six. And, uh, you know, so I just think that's, uh, you know, it's good. Uh, another apology. Paul, do you have an apology? Actually, yeah, I was just uh, checking my notes for <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> the race. So I did have a uh, an apology and it's to Mercedes as a team. Not like I was ragging on them pretty hard first couple races about how mm-hmm. bad i think they mm-hmm. are this season what yeah Man, we all thought everybody was what? bad why do you mean bad hamilton got third i feel like they're i feel like for a team but i said not, it though yeah that's fine that's, that's fair. that's why i'm well, apologizing I'm a, okay then i'm gonna i'm gonna call my friend in here then since you're apologizing to him but this is my friend toto Oh no! I take that back. I'm not gonna do his accent. I was gonna good try call. to pretend to be. <laughs> I think that's a good call. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say this: you do well, owe them an apology. I feel like they've been for for a team. There are a lot of teams this season who definitely haven't got their stuff figured out and will definitely need a lot more time to look like strong teams. For Mercedes to, I feel like, be one of those teams, they've still performed really strong in each race. And right, yeah. That's why I'm apologizing. Okay. Well, I know, because but I, it's like this is like when you apologize to someone and then they reiterate all of the reasons that you needed you to apologize to them. I'm not apologizing to you. You don't need to reiterate. That's why I was yeah. going to bring Toto in here, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't want to do his accent and look stupid. Well, speaking of people whose accents Just we don't want to do. Just start your headset <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> So on the other end of saying we're sorry for, for saying that people were you know already done and they're not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm basically setting this up for a future apology, but I'm sorry, Sebastian Vettel, mm-hmm. oh. that your car is such absolute ass. I know mm-hmm. that poor, Aston Martin does not Vettie. look like it has anything, and I feel bad for him. Yeah. that he has to deal with it. And that, and I, I could probably apologize for just talking up Aston so much on the preseason episode because mm-hmm. I was like they're gonna I think they're gonna do really well and I need to apologize just to the audience for even throwing that out there. Yeah you made us look like a big stupid stupid yeah. boy podcast. Right. <laughs> like they haven't gotten one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Williams even has a point. Williams even has a point. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Aston. Yeah, that's pretty bad there. Uh I don't have any apologies to make because I'm really kind of a nice person, and I, <laughs> yeah. was, so I wouldn't even do anything that. No, it's not coming with the heaters. <laughs> so I'll say my my last one, and we can kind of make it quick. But I'm sorry to Charles Leclerc, who I believe I said I wasn't sure if it was him or Signs that was like the better driver, and that he wasn't. Really I a said top the same, driver. but I'm not mm. apologizing for it. I think he has shown in these three races that he is the top driver on that team, and. That's not saying signs is bad. It's saying that Leclerc is I said the exact same good. thing. I'm not no apology. All right, I, we'll, I'm gonna we'll, wait, we'll wait a couple weeks for Paul to apologize about that. I'm going to apologize to Leclerc for that joke I made earlier in the show about his last name and it being difficult to pronounce. It's not really that difficult it's to pronounce. Not. I just was kind of playing off of what you did, and I didn't mean anything by it, bro It's all good. 
So I'll apologize oh, for that. You know, we forgot to do a targeted ad to him because he's one of the listeners. Yeah, he listens every week. Yeah, and we never even targeted his yeah. ad. But well, I'm glad you maybe apologized to him, so now he'll... I'm, it's good that we got him. Right. And maybe he's the only Formula One driver listening, but it's good that we got got him like a few years ago and told him we were going to do yeah. this. Right. Yeah, so exactly. then by the time he was a champion, it, yeah. you know, we were already in. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I've been very sorry this week. Paul's been lightly sorry. Noah's apologizing for absolutely nothing. Uh, so uh, we can we can jump on in. That's that's been the Australia now. And now uh, next we're going to Italy. Whoop, whoop. Uh, the home of the home of Ferrari. Nice. That's the Italian nice. national anthem. Nice. Yeah. If you don't know that. <laughs> All of our millions of fans in Italy that I'm bet we have. Uh, next, let's let's jump in. You know, let's leave Australia behind. Let's dive on over to Italy. Get some get some za over there in Italy. And uh, the next race, two weeks from now, is uh, Italy. What do you guys think of? What do you guys think of Imola coming up? Oh yeah, there we go. Very Italian. My fingers are all together and I'm shaking my hand around. So Italian. <laughs> uh, I think uh, it looks like, you know, it's an old track, short track, uh, a lot of speed traps. I think it kind of, I think maybe it favors some of those cars that uh, maybe, you know, I know we've talked about like the Ferrari engines are uh, quite fast and a lot of the, uh, um, of the Mercedes ones are you know, kind of, which yeah. it might help out Mercedes because it That's seems what like I'm thinking. yeah like so you know the Mercedes engines seem to be a little bit behind so you know good drivers in Mercedes cars maybe this kind of helps them uh, out a little bit so I think that it could end up uh, helping Mercedes out again this race which I think they you know uh, they look pretty strong but. Uh, it looked kind of like they were just managing with what they had. Like, they definitely weren't trying to be aggressive. Uh, there were a couple times in the race they let people pass them, but I still think this could be a good race for them. Yeah. Um, it, well, I will say, it is one of, because it's Italian, obviously, it is one of Ferrari's home races. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna, they're not gonna fall asleep. Right. Yeah, so, I, th- I mean... What's your five, I mean, Paul? that's what I was gonna say. I think we could go ahead and get right to the five, yep. and I think uh, Leclerc is the number one again. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm hoping again that they Red Bull figures the shit out. Uh, Max two, Science three, Perez four, and I'm going Norris five. Ooh, I still Norris think, up there. I yeah, thought about I, it. I'll be well, honest. Yeah, and I think I think this I think it's his time. Like I think I think he's gonna. They're gonna get. They're gonna get the hang of it again. I think so. All right. Uh, mine. I say uh, Leclerc first. Signs. Um, do I think Red Bull's going to finish this race? That's the question. Yes. I'm going to say just to be interesting, because I think, um, you know, we could have another kind of side-by-side team finish, you know, front six again. Uh, but I'll say that uh, Verstappen's car messes up again. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the odds are good. But so it looks maybe, way better I if think, you're right now. I think he's going to have some apologies next. So maybe, oh, yeah, yeah it's, I got to set myself up for apologies or else I'm just going to sit there and let Cody take all this screen yeah. time. But <laughs> I'll say Leclerc signs Perez, Hamilton, Russell. 
All right. Mine, uh, I'm assuming that all those people finish. So we're going to go with Leclerc, Verstappen, Sainz, Hamilton, Perez. So I've got, and I, I, I juggled on if I wanted Perez or Russell at five, because I think it could be either of them. But uh, yeah, I think Leclerc, I think Ferrari's going to come out. I think Sainz has a lot to make up for. Yeah. I think he feels bad. I think he's going to drive his absolute balls bad. off. Uh, and then Verstappen's just been up there. Hamilton's going to keep going, and but just uh, kind of box out Perez, barely get him. I don't know. Maybe it's another malfunction thing. Perez gets fifth. Yeah, I'm not feeling super confident about my pick now. I think, you know, as much as I could say that statistically, you know, the odds of Verstappen finishing are great just because of the first three races. The saying it out loud that they would not finish again seems bananas to me. But I'll it's stick bold. with my pick. But I don't, I don't feel good about it. I'll say that. That's fair. I mean, that's totally fair. Uh, I mean, it's it's bold. You got to have something to apologize for, Noah. You know, right. I don't, don't want to be so nice. Uh, but yeah, I, all of us have Leclerc. We think they're going to have a huge celebration. Oh man, can you imagine just all the uh, all the Ferrari fans just going nuts? Especially if it's a Leclerc signs one two. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be absolutely wild, and I'm excited for it. Uh, so now, what about I don't know? Oh oh oh! You guys hear those horses? Yes, I think, uh, I think. Dark Horse Driver. Oh, it's time for Dark Horse Driver of the Week. So, uh, mine is going to be stuck right with Norris. Norris had a heck of a time. Norris had a, had a, had a heck of a time at this track last year. Yep. I'm going to say Ricardo. Oh, okay. He also didn't do bad, and this was an early race. When we all know he struggled with that car last mm. year, this was an early race where he did pretty well last year. So my dark horse driver of the week is Ozzy Ozzy, Daniel Ricardo. Nice. Okay. okay. I would say my dark horse uh, driver of the week. I think that Magnuson has another good race. I don't think, I think Haas, they kind of fell into what I feel like will be a more comfortable position for them uh this year i i really want them to be in like striking range for points but uh not you know not super close to that this week but i think magnuson comes out and has a good race so i kind of look for him to uh uh bring back the bring the spark back this next week yeah nice okay uh i'm gonna go with oh danny rick's teammate lando norris for my dark horse yeah in your top five and he's my fifth. Yeah. But, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, that's I know pretty good they got for, yeah. they got it this week too. But I think they're going to keep it up, or he's going to keep it up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's you know totally possible. Like I said, he he uh, did really well last year at this track. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. Like I just I was going to go with him, but uh, I mean the fact you had him in in your top five, I was like, well, Paul probably thinks he's a dark horse too. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, hopefully. So we're both basically the both of us, me and you, Paul, are uh, are hoping that McLaren is truly back. Oh, I really hope so. I really want them to do come back and do well this season. And Noah hates them because he hasn't said that yet on this podcast. And maybe he'll have to apologize for that. 
have to apologize. <laughs> I'll have to apologize for not saying anything. Right. Yes. Correct. Yes. That's not correct. even acknowledge for my them. silence. Yeah. Apolo- yes. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's fucking rude. It is. Now, right, you want our stat of the week? Yeah. Hit me. So, I mean, we had the grand slam that we talked about earlier. <laughs> I like numbers. Oh yeah, we have a drop for stat of the week. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Um, just leave it right where it was. But uh, my stat of the week. Uh, so signs falling out this race. Uh, that ended a streak of 17 races where he scored points and a 31 race finishing streak. Uh, both the longest active streaks uh, in Formula One right now, and those were both ended uh, when he dropped out of the race. So I thought that was, yeah. <laughs> now why that's, am I? That's no, that's me. That's me about the fact that Carlos Sainz's streak is broken. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. So I'm very upset about it. Broken. So yes. just to say it again, basically, you know, 17 straight races with points, uh, 31 straight finishes, and. That ends the uh, longest streak uh, of active Formula One drivers. So I thought that was my favorite stat of the week. Cool. It's a good stat. It just makes me cry. All right, let's wrap this boy up. (laughs) After Cody said crying. (laughs) That boy who's crying. Swaddle me. (laughs) But yeah, let's let's wrap this baby up. All right. That crying baby. Uh, So, uh, you know, follow us on social media. We've got a website. Uh, f1sidepod.com we are at f1side-pod uh, on twitter and uh, wherever you found us to listen to this you can just keep on listening there yeah and go ahead and leave us a review uh, wherever you listen to podcasts uh, that's super helpful for getting our podcast found by people if you've never written a review and you don't know what to write don't worry i've got you covered i'm gonna write one for you right now Uh, And then you can just copy and paste this, put your name on it, and you're good to go. So here's my quick review that you can just put down. I'll tell you what, just say that it saved your marriage. Where once was two, there is now one again. Uh, Your marriage is saved, and it's all thanks to F1 Side Pod. Go ahead and copy paste that in there, and you're good to go, and that'll help us out a ton. Yeah, everybody will love it. So uh, this has been the uh, F1 Side Pod. Uh, I've been Cody. Uh, I'm Noah. And I'm Paul. All right. We just hit our DRS, and so we're heading out.